Hello guys and welcome to a short episode of the Uplift podcast um, with me, just Jazz today. Um, purely inspired by a question that a client asked me the other day and I started thinking about it after she asked me and after I'd responded and I guess, guess I just felt like it needed a little bit more discussion. So here I am recording myself, um, sat at my desk and hopefully someone will listen to it. <laughs> so... The question that this client asked me the other day, and this is a, just for a little bit of context, um, someone that has just just started training with me um, and is kind of looking to make lots of changes nutrition-wise, lifestyle-wise, exercise-wise in order to achieve a goal of weight loss or fat loss. Um, usually when we talk about weight loss, we do refer to it as fat loss rather than weight loss because, um, you know, although that we might see the number on the scale go down, um, a reduction in our weight we are often referring to losing fat, right? You can lose weight without losing fat and you're not going to look any different. Um, whereas we often refer to losing fat so that we, you know, do look better. We have less fat on our bodies. You can see the muscles, etc. Okay, so I do use these a little bit interchangeably, but I do prefer the use of fat loss because it's a little bit more accurate. But um, people are more familiar with weight loss. So just as a little, little clarification first up there. Anyway, this client said to me, so you know, she's doing a workout with me per week, we're going up to two in January, which is fab, Um, and you know, we're focusing on moving really well, making sure that she's working hard during those sessions, making sure obviously I'm focusing on, you know, the making sure that there's enough volume in those sessions, making sure that she is moving well, that she's being challenged, so that is kind of out of the question, that's not something that we necessarily want to worry about. The question that she asked me was, should I, on top of the session that I'm doing with you, do more workouts at home? When should I kind of include more workouts? Um, And I thought, "Mm, that's a good question, but I'm not too bothered about you doing another 20 minute home workout or two 20 minute home workouts at the moment. Given that your goal, which is what her goal is, she said it was, which is fat loss or weight loss, um, is, is that I would prefer you to spend that time and effort and energy into doing more steps into increasing your activity outside of your workouts into going on more walks into spending more time on your feet and just generally being a more active person um without worrying about I have to get in two workouts or three workouts per week outside of these PT sessions um and that's for two reasons the first reason is much more simple and also psychological which is that the barrier kind of to entry or to for exercise the obstacles that you'll face you know almost like mentally and psychologically to try and get yourself hyped up to do a workout is much higher than it might be to just move around and get up on your feet and walk around your house and do some cleaning right um you know it takes us even if it is a 20 minute home workout I know that that isn't as you know, as simple as it sounds, it means that you probably are going to get changed. You probably need to find a space. You probably need to, you know, find the motivation. You probably need to actually get warmed up and then get into it. And it's, I know it's not a 20 minute workout, you know, when all, all is said and done. So firstly, that barrier is higher. So I want this to feel easier for her, which is why I said, no, let's do, let's do some more steps. The second reason um, comes a little bit more back to our physiology and actually what it means when we do more steps and this isn't just me saying it you know out of my preference that I would prefer her to do more steps but actually um the science of it and actually what is going to be more effective for her goal so I'm just going to go into that a little bit more so if we think about what 
fat loss is. So fat loss is a goal. Uh, what does that mean? It means we want to lose fat. But what does that actually mean in our body? It means that we're trying to achieve an energy deficit. It means that what we're trying to do is we're trying to take in less energy into our body than we are expending. Or it means that we are trying to expend more energy than we are taking in, right? We can look at it from both sides of the equation. It's slightly different, um, but ultimately the same negative energy balance overall, right? So when we look into our total daily energy expenditure, so the en energy that we spend, expend, you know, every day, the energy that our bodies burn essentially, right? That's our total daily energy expenditure. And that's split up into four categories. The first one actually makes up about 70% of our total daily energy expenditure. And this is one that we have kind of less influence over. It depends on our characteristics, it depends whether we're male or female, it depends how heavy we are, it depends how active, how muscly we are, um, it depends on a lot of things, our age, um, it, that can change over time as we do become more muscly or um, get older, whatever it is, but largely this is kind of something that, you know, is not predetermined, but we have less of an influence over, right? So that's our BMR or our basal metabolic rate. And what essentially that is, is that is the energy that is required or the energies that our bodies burn whilst we are literally just to perform the basic functions of everyday life, right? So the minimum energy basically to keep you alive. So if you were to wake up and you were to spend all day in bed and then go back to sleep, that would be your BMR. It's not, to, it's not considering going to the toilet walk into the kitchen, uh, it's not considering any movement, it's purely to keep you alive, to um, complete all your basic functions, essentially. That makes up 70% of our energy expenditure. The next biggest category after that is something that we call NEAT, or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And what that is, is the energy burned whilst doing anything but exercising. So essentially not your structured exercise sessions, but you're walking to the shops, you're walking to the kitchen, making your breakfast, going to the toilet, coming back, standing up, stretching, picking up your bags, just moving around, you know, working if, if your job is active. I mean, if your job isn't active and you're sitting at a desk, you're still burning some energy doing that, not much compared to, um, you know, lying in bed, but uh, you are. Um, but let's say you're a teacher or you're a postman or something like that, right? So all those sort of things are going to burn energy. And that's the next biggest category. So BMR was around 70% of our total daily calories burned or energy needs. And then the next one is 15%. So that need is 15%, okay? Um, notice that I haven't spoken about any structured exercise yet. And you'll see my point that I'm hopefully trying to making a, a bit more clear or trying to make. The next category is called the thermic effect of food. Um, and that is essentially the energy burned by consuming food. So in our digestion and all the rest of it, right? Now that makes up around 10%. So you can see we're getting pretty close to that 100% now, okay? The final category is something that we ironically call EAT or EAT, which is exercise activity thermogenesis. So different to NEAT, which is the non-exercise activity, this is the exercise activity. So this is where we're talking about the workouts, going to the gym, all the rest of it. And that only makes up 5% of our uh, total daily energy expenditure. Um, and obviously that's going to vary. You know, some people are doing like athletes are maybe doing two hours or three hours, five hours of training, workouts a day, whatever it is, right? That's going to vary slightly person to person. But when we think about the kind of standard 
um, you know, average person like myself that will do max one hour of structured activity per day, that's only 4% of my day, right? That's not, it's not much. Um, so why would it represent a bigger energy expenditure? Um, why do we expect it, I guess, to, to make such a big impact in terms of our energy expenditure? And I know that workouts and the reason we go to the gym and, you know, this is absolutely everything we preach at Uplift, which is strength trained to be strong, to be healthy, to, you know, build stronger muscles, bones, joints, prevent injury, reduce risk of injury, reduce risk of cardiovascular disease, feel great, be resilient, make everything feel easier. We we know all those things. So I'm not, I'm not kind of disregarding that at all. But my point is that when it comes to weight loss or fat loss, if that is the main goal and you're already exercising, um, then maybe it's not going to be the best option to just do more workouts and more workouts and more workouts. Obviously, if you want to, absolutely go ahead. I'm never going to discourage anyone from doing that. But if we're looking for the most effective option and we're someone that is working out in the gym or structured exercise, we're doing home workouts, whatever it is, but we've got a little bit of room for improvement with our steps or with our activity, then this is such a better opportunity and it's going to be such a more effective um, strategy almost for achieving that negative energy balance. As you can see, or as I've stated, you know, that neat, that makes up 15%. So it's three times what our exercise activity thermogenesis actually makes up. So, you know, you're going to burn way much, way much, way much more, <laughs> way more energy if you're focusing on that aspect rather than just more workouts, more workouts and more workouts, right? Workouts are obviously going to burn energy, but they're also good for so many other things. And I like to highlight that from positive and a negative standpoint, I guess, you know, positive in the way that it's workouts are definitely not all just about fat loss um, and weight loss. I mean, if you've listened to anything that we've ever done so far or know us, then you already know that we are strong believers of that. Um, so that's good news. Um, but I know that if you are someone that is just or mostly worried about weight loss or fat loss, um, then it can feel like a negative thing. But you are going to benefit from a combination of both of these things. Um, and, you know, if you are already working with a PT, if you're already um, making sure and you, you know that you're getting in effective, um, great sessions where you're moving really well, you're moving through the full range of motion, you're being challenged, you're achieving that desired stimulus whereby, you know, your movements and your reps and the end of your sets are super challenging, then it's not necessarily going to be a case of let's just add in more workouts um, so that you're super knackered, super sore, because that's also, you know, the, the effect of just adding more workouts in, right? Not only is it psychologically more challenging and is there a higher kind of barrier or obstacle to just keep, you know, find the motivation to keep doing this, um, we also need to think about how that's going to make our body feel. So my answer to her was, Actually, I would prefer you to do some more steps and look at increasing your non-exercise activity. Let's say this person's average was four or five thousand steps per day on average. You know, let's try and get that up to six, seven, eight thousand. Let's try and just increase it by one or two thousand every week. When we can be consistent with that, we'll push up again. It doesn't have to be ten thousand um, because that is just an arbitrary target, but let's try and increase it. It doesn't actually matter what the number becomes, you know, let's just try and get a little bit more. So just wanted, I guess, share that and kind of go through my uh, my thought process when giving that advice. Um, and hopefully, 
resonate with someone as well that maybe also had the same question. Um, any comments, any feedback, any questions, I'm always, always super willing to um, answer them and chat to you guys. Um, please just pop us a message um, on Instagram. That's the best place where we spend way too much time at Uplift One's Worth. And I hope you have a fabulous Christmas break.